At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Tuesday morning, too. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay back in the chair for one more day. Jeff in for uh, Kelly Bidlin. Kelly's return on Thursday. Eggnog Challenge on Friday. How you doing, Jeffrey? For sure, Bidlin's going to be able to make it back uh, with uh, one major airline totally collapsing yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, let me just say this on top of it. Last night, I'm walking around the Aria, middle of the strip. You ready for this superlative comment I'm about to make? I have never seen it as crowded as it was last night. Not New Year's Eve, not wherever, March Madness. Well, March Madness, maybe, but that's more sports book. I'm just talking about the casino. I've never seen more people in a strip casino than I have last night. Got no argument for me. It's unbelievable. I was, I, I was in there for about 10 minutes yesterday walking through. It is, and I don't know if it is because that legitimately the predominant carrier out of the airport here canceled almost 90% of their flights. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe that's it, or it's what Crack was talking about, that people are just so thirsty to get out of their houses. Also possible, too. Post-pandemic. I don't know, but that's a good point. That could be that they were just stranded. <laughs> but, uh, but that should work both ways, shouldn't it? So I don't know if that's a reason. Anyway, it is uh, packed. If you're thinking about coming to Vegas, just get ready. I legit was like, get me out of here. Get me outside. Uh, on the show today. Chris Felica will join us to talk college football with us, as will Pete Futak, as the bowl season really begins in earnest today. 
with three games, and it's multiple games every day from here on out, leading up, of course, to the national semifinals this weekend. So looking forward to uh, thoughts on all three games today. Everybody's on Georgia Southern. Everybody. See if they can uh, get it done here in the first game, which happens uh, really it kicks off in less than two hours uh, from now. Uh, we'll also uh, have uh, others in other sports, JBT, NBA. We'll talk to Kai McKeon about college basketball. We'll do all that. Jeff, you and I will do our NFL power rankings. I want to flesh out this survivor story more than anything. Someone told me, I, someone told me like, last year I thought you had a survivor fetish. This year I'm like all about it. Um, we got to talk about, we touched on it briefly on Guessing Lines yesterday, this amazing roller coaster that happened in Circus Survivor this past weekend. And I want to talk about it. I want to talk about some of the myths that were going on on Twitter the other day about a guy who was in a one yard away, as it turned out, a one yard away situation from winning $6.1 million and then ended up out completely. Uh, but we'll talk about what people on Twitter were saying and how uh, mythical that was. And also just for me, just a friendly question to the folks at Circa about maybe a tweak on this. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up. Let's start, first of all, with uh, the coaching firing that happened yesterday in the National Football League. We, Chrissy and I, and Wyatt Tomchak, we were on Guessing Lines yesterday, and I actually said out loud, this is before Nathaniel Hackett was let go by the Denver Broncos. And I said out loud to Chrissy, I'm like, this is why, talking about the Broncos, just absolutely lifeless, listless uh, hack performance against the Rams this weekend when they lost 51-14 to in that standalone game on Sunday. That this is why so many weeks during the NFL season, many of us were saying, uh, you know, he shouldn't be let. He shouldn't be allowed back on the plane. He should be fired once like, as soon as he lands back in Denver. Right? Those kind of um, exaggerated, hyperbolic, hyperbolic statements. But the point being that he should have been let go before because of that kind of performance. That's exactly why you call for someone to be let go of the team. If you if you've lost the team's ear, that's going to happen, and it did. And so after 13 NFL football games. Nathaniel Hackett let go by the Denver Broncos. Now, historically, in the history of the NFL, because you, you could debate, I know Jets fans think Rich Kotite was the worst. Uh, Washington fans like myself think Steve Spurrier was the worst. You all, we all have our biases. But just on the objective, shortest NFL coaching tenures ever, here's the list. Number eight, Lane Kiffin with the Raiders for 20 games. Five and 15 with the, uh, with the Raiders franchise, Jeff. 5-15 and 15, Lane Kiffin with the Raiders. Nathaniel Hackett comes in seventh. Really, it's the fifth in terms of uh, shortest stints. But there were three, three guys tied for fourth, which we'll get to. But Nathaniel Hackett's 15 games with the Broncos, in which he goes 4-11, and 11, the seventh shortest coaching tenure in NFL history. Three guys tied at four. Urban Meyer, Bobby Petrino, Lou Holtz. Urban Meyer for the uh, 2021 Jaguars who went 2-11 famously last year. By the way, one of those two wins, I happened to be on the wrong end of in Survivor when the Jaguars beat the Bills 9-6. Oh, yeah. Never forget. Bobby Petrino, 2007 Atlanta Falcons. You may recall that Michael Vick was sentenced for his off-the-field dogfighting matters, and the next day, Petrino bounced for college ball, and Petrino left a handwritten note didn't talk to the players. Left a hand, left a handwritten note. Awesome job by Petrino there. 2007, 13 games with the Falcons. Lou Holtz, uh, for those of a certain age, 1976 with the Jets, went three and ten. Petrino and Holtz both going three and ten in their 13 games since Urban Meyer two, or, uh, two, two and eleven with the Jaguars last year. Pete McCulley, Niners, 
one and eight in nine games in 1978. And then the two shortest, George Allen, who apparently coached two preseason games for the Rams in 1978. Carol Rosenblum, the owner, was like, uh, yeah, I don't like the feel of this. And so he uh, he promoted Ray Malavese, his defensive coordinator, and those of a certain age will remember the Rams went to the NFC Championship that year. They went to the Super Bowl the following year, so it was a good move there. And then famously, Bill Belichick, zero games one day as coach of your, your Jeffrey, your New York Jetropolitans. What was your greatest memory from that 24-hour period? Oh, trust me, I don't remember it. Yeah, okay. Jeff was too young. Bill Belichick, who uh, apparently was the heir apparent to Bill Parcells, depending on what you believe historically, Belichick's like, I didn't know that. Or everybody who was witness saying, yeah, he did. And he bounced. And, of course, he ended up with the Patriots, and the rest is history. So that's it. Nathaniel Hackett, pour out a 40 for Nathaniel Hackett after 15 games with the Broncos and probably about, oh, I don't know, five too many. And then there was the football game last night, which, you know, I go through these, as you know, like drive by drive, but there's no point in doing this for last night's game. The Chargers easily beat the Indianapolis Colts 20-3, to and the Chargers weren't particularly special in this ball game. All they had to do was win, and they clinched an AFC playoff berth, and they got the job done 20-3. to I will only read you certain notes that I have during this sort of logging of the, uh, of the game last night. So midway through the first quarter, Foles should have had three interceptions by a certain point. He had two officially, but he uh, had a itch, as we say on the Megapod, interceptions that should have happened as well. Um, I said at one point, what's the opposite of an in-game opportunity? The teams were just basically bouncing around the middle 15, the middle 20 yards of the field, or the middle 30, really, back and forth, just a janky first quarter. I did end up making an in-game on the Chargers minus six and a half a little later, which got home. It was also a good reminder that Nick Foles had beaten Tom Brady in a Super Bowl, which, as you look back on, has to be one of the bigger historical anomalies we'll ever see. Again, the Eagles winning that Super Bowl with replay rules from the future, if you recall. And uh, they couldn't bench Foles. That was the other thing. The Colts couldn't. They, they painted themselves into the corner with this by saying, no more Matt Ryan, it'll be Nick Foles. And what an embarrassment that would be if they took Foles out of this football game. Well, Ursay hired Jeff Saturday after all. And so that's that. You set out before the show, Jeff, which I think is correct also, the Colts beating the Raiders earlier this year in Jeff Saturday's first game sort of took us off the scent of just how bad this could be. And it has been every bit of bad as you could imagine. I would argue it's actually been worse <laughs> than, than we could have imagined because none of us would have had blow 33 nothing lead in the bingo card for the Saturday era. I mean, last night, I mean, last night, that was – that was a preseason game for the most part last night. Other than, other than other than the Jer- Derwin James hit, it was a preseason game last night. How bad were the standalone games this week, by the way? Well, when you think about it, the best standalone the best standalone game was Miami and and Green Bay. It's not even close. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh and Vegas was close, but it was a dreadful game. Uh, Jacksonville Jets was like another basically preseason game because of Wilson's ineptitude. But look, uh, I mean, we have a lot to look forward to. We look, we, we look forward to Thursday night, and the Titans likely sitting everyone in a game that's completely meaningless for them. Yes, <laughs> there's that. So let me just ask you about the Chargers. By the way, Foles, just for giggles, Foles ends up 17 of 29 for the Colts for 143. Three picks, sacked seven times, nary a touchdown pass. The Colts ended up with 10 first downs, 10 in the whole game. They were 0 for 10 on third, 1 for 4 on fourth, and had a grand total of 173 total yards. Is that good? So the Chargers clinch a playoff berth. 
9-6. and six. Brandon Staley in his second year gets the Chargers to the postseason. I'm going to give Brandon Staley a shout on that. What do you make of them in the postseason? What do you, on the road, as a wild card, right? The Chiefs have already won the AFC West. What do you give their chances in a, in a first-round playoff game? Live? Jeffrey? All right, so let's go through this real quick for them. Mm -hmm. They have a really good path, actually, to get the five seed now, which is beat the Rams, who they're going to be a significant favorite against, and beat the Broncos in Denver, who they'll also be a significant favorite against, and get Baltimore to lose once. And then the Chargers all of a sudden go from, instead of having to play one of Buffalo, Kansas City, or Cincinnati, which obviously very difficult, to playing the winner of the AFC South. Then all of a sudden, then you could start saying, all right, maybe you could put piece something together. I just have a really hard time seeing them beating Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Kansas City three straight in order to make a Super Bowl. But, hey, if you get Jacksonville or Tennessee in that first round, crazier could, things have happened. You could win a football game, right. You can win a football game, you can win two. Because right now, as it stands, they would go to Cincinnati in a 6-3 game. If they get to five, they would play the winner of the AFC South in a 5-4 but I guess the overall point that I'm asking is, is there anything about them, especially with a medi- you know, mediocre performance they did what they had to do last night against a terrible football team, is there anything about them intrinsically where you're like, oh, yeah, I now have some kind of renewed confidence in them? Look, if Justin Herbert is playing great and at the top of his game, they have a shot. It's just unlikely for them to beat three straight teams that are clearly better than them. The answer I was looking for was no, not one bit. <laughs> That's that's really what I was trying to get at there. Just add, they inspire no confidence. I hope I'm wrong. Justin Herbert's awesome, but they'll figure out a way to lose it. Eventually, for sure. Coming back, college basketball next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 5224700 I neglected to say Jeff also stopping by in studio later Steve Fezzik back to back super contest champ always great to talk to Steve about the uh, National Football League get in the weeds with him about some stuff so we'll do that later on the show as well looking forward to that uh we get tweets at beating the book oh should I do that? also the clarification on the previous uh, segment with the uh shortest coaching stints we threw Lane Kiffin in there but as Jeff pointed out off air, there were some one and dones, right? Wilts with the Cardinals. Uh, Chip Kelly uh, was a one and done. Was he a one and done with the Eagles, really? No, with the 49ers. With the 49ers, with the forgotten right? 49er tenure. That's right. Um, and Jim Tom Sula as and well. Jim Tom Sula, of course. But we thought Lane Kiffin was interesting that he was uh, he bled over into the second season and then was essentially scuttled very quickly. Um, but yes, there was a, there was a few one and dones in that list, but uh, those would be those would not have cracked the top seven. Let's put it that way. Uh, we get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate all the uh, feedback on everything we talked about yesterday, today. Uh, Bobby Gettys, I religiously don't look at lines until after the show yesterday. Talking about guessing lines, which probably hurts my betting overall, but because I love it. Uh, I knew I'd be uh, away and couldn't listen this weekend, so instead I updated my personal power ranks on the plane this morning. And I went ahead without listening to the show, and I bet the Titans. And then I didn't realize that the Titans had nothing to play for, and he laments that on and on. But I appreciate it, Bobby, for uh, being so uh, loyal to guessing lines. Uh, then there was the one about the uh, the, <laughs> the fetish, talking about how last year he thought uh, I had a Survivor fetish, but no longer uh, this year he's into it completely. we got to talk about Survivor next segment. It is massively awesome. Uh, what a contest. This is a touchdown Jesus uh, Satan was 10,000 years in hiding, then rose up Saturday to phone Mad Dog and remind him of the Tomlin has never finished under 500 stat. Um, we don't need any more piling on to, uh, to Mad Dog. Um, but he said points were excellent about that yesterday, which we'll talk about again today. Thank you, Elvis Toast Patterson. Young Gilly, the Survivor contestant Mad Dog would be a great spot. The whole Survivor, would love to, the whole Survivor world would love to know if he hedged on that. We'll try to get him on. We'll see what the story is there. 
And, uh, oh, PAW doesn't like my replay rules of the future on the uh, Eagles. Go Birds. Yes, it was. Nothing about the way replay was applied that year would have uh, benefited the uh, Eagles as it did. And Master of Puppets, to your point, we call the Chargers the Clippers out here in L.A. because at some point they will absolutely do Clipper things. That's for sure. Um, let's talk some college basketball. Kai McKeon is one of the three from Three Man Weave at 3MW underscore CBB on the Twitter machine. He joins us now. How you doing, Kai? Gil, doing well. How are you? Kai, full head of hair, looking good. How you doing, man? All good? <laughs> All so, good. All good. So, so no college basketball last night. Very little college basketball tonight, which gives us a chance to sort of reset. But before we do that, you do have one play in college basketball tonight that you like. Yeah, I'm looking at Seton Hall, plus seven against Marquette. I'm kind of nervous because we don't really know the travel situation for a lot of these teams. Uh, obviously, the cancellations of flights has been a major news story uh, this past week. Um, so with that in mind, kind of taking a hesitant approach to it, but ignoring travel, uh, I, I like Seton Hall here for a couple of reasons. Number one, they're 0-2 in the Big East. Uh, a desperation team playing on the road here should be highly motivated. They're healthier. Odukale, one of their main guards, came back last game, had a great game. And Shaka Smart, I'm not the biggest fan as a favorite. I love him as an underdog. He's been fantastic against the spread as an underdog. Not so much as a favorite, especially one over five points. I think Seton Hall can scrap, play physical, hang around Marquette a little bit today if they handle the ball pressure. How should I feel about my Zach Eady 5-1 to one John Wooden Player of the Year bet, which is a bet that at the time I said on the yeah. show, I'm, I know I could have gotten a better number. Many people have better numbers than I do, but I felt like it was a Shohei Otani couple years ago kind of bet where I grabbed mm-hmm. the last four and one in town. By the end, he was minus a bajillion. Is it feeling that way to you, or is this, I mean, it's only December, so it's, it's way too yeah. early, but but pretty good at this point? Absolutely. Yeah, and I hopped in. Again, I could have gotten a better number as well like you, uh, but I would be shocked if he didn't win the award right now. Yeah. So Ken Palm has his MVP stats every single game. He gives an MVP award for a player every game. Edie's won it every single game for Purdue. No one's ever done longer than three or four in a row, and Edie's done it every single game. So he's just been dominant. Uh, I think he's a shoe in to win player of the year award unless Purdue falls off a cliff and misses the tournament, which I don't foresee happening. So I have brought Pepperdine up many times on this show and it's sort of like a drinking <laughs> game, but I want to, I want to sort of <laughs> issue a, me, a mea culpa on this. And this has everything to do with coaching. And for, for those we, we've always stressed how big coaching is in college basketball. Typically we do it through the lens of say a Mike Krzyzewski and how that uh, the mainstream media overrated him as a, as a head coach. But Lorenzo Romar is so frustrating, Kai, so frustrating as a head coach that literally you like the talent is soaked in this basketball team and they have no idea what to do. None in any sort of situation. And it's so apparent that they should be a team in transition and they're always stuck in the half court. They're never pushing it. I'm just curious, has this always been your opinion of Romar? And if so, what are the other frustrating coaches around college basketball for you? been a top of the list of frustrating coaches. He was not great at Washington. Uh, he continues to not be great despite the talent at Pepperdine. Fresh- oh, we're losing, on, we're losing Kai. We're losing our connection with Kai McKeon on there. So we'll see if we can again. But we got our pick in anyway. Seton Hall uh, plus the seven. I was going to ask him if we can get him back. I was going to ask him about, because you talk about the top teams in college basketball and oftentimes the bottom. But at this point in the season, right before conference play, I want to sort of get his thoughts on Futures in college basketball are available at great numbers for so deep into the season, January, February. What are those teams sort of in the mid-range 
that he might uh, throw out there as some recommendations. So we'll try to get Kai back on there. Uh, in the meantime, then, <clears throat> as we go to your Jets, Jeff, because you are a number one New York Jets fan. Mike White is getting the start. That's the other thing. We get off the air at 9 a.m., so the news cycle really hits right after we get off. And so it was quickly announced after the show that it would be Mike White and not Zach Wilson in this Seahawks-Jets game, which has massive playoff implications for both teams, both teams on the outside looking in the playoff picture in their respective conferences. And a loss here would be the death knell. Um, and so as you look at this, the Jets now move to a two-and-a-half-point favorite real quick before we get back to Kai on this. You're feeling good about this now? Would you lay the two-and-a-half? I would stay out of it. Okay. This is as coin-flippy of a game as you're going to get. Because don't forget, if Seattle wins and gets a little bit of help the last two weeks, that Green Bay-Detroit game that everyone is seemingly ready to make for the playoffs would be totally meaningless if Seattle wins their last two and your commanders lose once. By, so, by the way, the, the desire of the mainstream media to push Aaron Rodgers into the postseason is the single most annoying thing happening in football this week, especially as a commander's guy, right, who, who are in, inside the playoff picture and who have home games against the Browns and maybe a Cowboys team that needs to play for nothing. In we'll week get to, I'll yeah. let you ponder on this question, or if you can answer quickly, go ahead. Who's playing quarterback for the commanders this week? It's Wentz. It's going to be Wentz. It's going to be Wentz. And, it, and you know what? It should be. It should be. Like, even me, who, who loves Heineke, the limitations are have always been there. No, you know, not a strong arm. Like Wentz, loose with the football. Uh, unfortunately, Washington has two quarterbacks, very loose with the football. And uh, Sam Howell will never see the field, I guess, is the other part of that. All right, Kai McKeon, a couple minutes. How you doing, Kai? You okay now? You back? Good. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry. Yeah, I feel like that's my end. These things, no, I don't know. These things happen. Before, you, before yeah. we go, I just wanted to get the question because I sort of teased it here uh, upon your return. Middle group of college basketball, so not the obvious teams at the top and certainly not the, uh, the bottom feeders. But as we enter conference play or on the cusp of entering conference play, a lot of good futures numbers still out there. College basketball has that at last deep into a season. Give us a, give us a flyer on, on some team. Maybe you haven't bet it yourself but that you might endorse of a team that is sort of lurking beneath the surface. Yeah. What's Creighton's odds right now? <laughs> are they, are they down uh, back towards the middle of the pack? Uh, it's a team I still think is really dangerous. That's lost what six games in a row and kind of fallen out of favor with everybody after being a little bit overrated to start the season. Uh, I still think it's a team that can make a major run. Uh, and at, I see on the board that what is that 40 to one right there? Yeah. I, I think that's pretty a price, but I guess I even like, TCU is 60 to one, even better as a flyer. Um, both teams, pretty similar situations last year in the tournament um, were impressive in their, in their run or, or short run, but at least they, they played well against one seeds and both teams returned a lot of, a lot of guys this season. Uh, so I like TCU and Creighton there for flyers. Personally though, best bet on the board is still UConn for me. I think they're the best team in the country and that's where my money sits right now. Even at 12 to one. I, I even at 12 to one, I still think that's pretty good value. Okay. Creighton, Creighton is interesting, right? Because if they got to an elite eight, if they got that deep, you would not be surprised whatsoever in the end. No, I wouldn't. No, they, they have a lot of talent. They have a shutdown big man in the post. And I like Nimhard as their point guard. We know point guards win in March. And real quick, for those of us who have Virginia tickets, where do you stand on them right now? I, I still believe. I still believe. Hesitant, but I, but I believe. Virginia, 22 to 1. Kai, sorry it was uh, janky back and forth, but we appreciate you making the effort, man. Appreciate it, guys. Kai McKeon, that. Three man weave at 3MW underscore CBB. Survivor talk on the other side.
what this gentleman and survivor could have done, what was realistic, and a question for the people at Circa next. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. College bowl season in earnest begins today with three bowls. VEASAN's got you covered every which way. we got pick spreads, totals for every single bowl game. Head to VEASAN.com, check out all our bowl betting coverage. While you're there, now's a great time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for only $79. You get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And we have Chris Malika coming on to talk college football with us or anything else he wants to talk about. Pete Futak uh, with his uh, Power 5 snobbery ready to uh, talk to us about college football as well. Um, we got tweets. Let me just read this one here. Because I want to ask you about this too, Jeff. So the, we did a whole thing on the NFL awards last week. We went through this executive vote and how they believed 26 front office members, 15 of whom were general managers, how they believed the voting would go in everything but comeback player of the year. It was pretty telling. And the betting markets are pretty reflective generally now of what that vote was. Like everything has sort of meshed into that now, including Kyle Shanahan being way shorter of a shot. It's almost as if everybody was listening to that and bet accordingly. Um, but there is one offensive rookie of the year that sort of everybody agrees is still kind of up in the air. Garrett Wilson, your current favorite, but Grayson Rossi tweets this. And, and this is something I wanted to touch on today, which is why do we keep hearing the narrative that Brock Purdy is due for a stinker, but that white, but that Mike white is going to throw for 300 plus yards and, Multiple touchdowns every game. How quickly we forget his four-interception Bills game and the 54-13 to Patriots loss last season. So that's more of a shot at Mike White, but I want to focus on the Brock Purdy side of that. Can I can I defend the White please, thing real please, quick? Please. The 54-13 game wasn't White's fault. That was the defense. Just think New England ran it up. I will say this with, with, with Mike White from last year to this year. He is a different player. He is a better decision maker. That's fairly obvious with watching those three games. And, look, when you throw the ball 55 times, you're more likely to throw for 300 yards, Gil. So two things. One, it's pronounced Mike. Oh, that's true. And two, uh, Brock Purdy part of this, for yes. betting purposes, is what I, what I think is really – because your, your point's about Mike White well taken. Brock Purdy's about plus 750 to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. The stinker, the clunker, whatever you want to call it, that many of us, including myself, have said, well, it's going to happen one of these days. I raise my hand. It ain't happened yet. And we got two games left. And the Niners have won the division, still could uh, get higher in terms of the seeding. Not sure how much that matters to them. But by all, str- I mean, every angle you look at, it's been a just amazing, amazing performance by Mr. Irrelevant, the last player picked in the NFL draft, who, let's face it, a lot of us, when he was at Iowa State, how many times did we mock his performances as a Cyclone? Oh, by the end, he was, he was as bad as the quarterback was in the Big 12, basically. It's terrible. Plus 750? Do you think there's you think we're missing the point on offensive rookie there? Because remember, well, you may not because it was me and Kelly, but we made the point about quarterbacks before and Kenny Pickett specifically, which is, well, if Kenny Pickett plays well the rest of the year, he is a quarterback, right? Before the season started, we were like, well, Kenny Pickett is the interesting guy because if he's the only rookie starting, you got to think about a bet on Kenny Pickett. Well, it didn't shake out that way, right? He, he played some, didn't play all season, but it's Brock Purdy who has made the biggest mark as a rookie quarterback. Is that a bet or not? No, because I don't think playing six games is enough to win the, a full-season award. Too short of a runway. I think it's too short of a runway. Mm-hmm. And also, too, 
with the clunker talk with Purdy, it's it is coming. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. They play the Raiders. Yeah. And they play the Cardinals. It's not coming in the regular season if that clunker is coming in all likelihood. Well, that's nice. What you're suggesting is it's coming in the playoffs, which is not a good thing. I am suggesting it's coming in Philadelphia in an NFC title game. Yes. Oh, they're going to be Philly's kryptonite, I believe. All right, which brings us to Survivor. So, Circus Survivor, remember now, and we're going to have to use the, there's two different ways of sort of stating this. We're going to refer to it as Week 16A and Week 16B that has just gone by, which is how Circa refers to it. Remember, Week 16A being the Thursday night game and Saturday's slate of games, 16B being the Christmas quote-unquote week, which was Sunday's three games and Monday last night's game. Essentially, it's weeks 17 and 18 of 20 total weeks in Circus Survivor, but let's refer to them as 16A and 16B. So going into 16A, Jeffrey, there were 14 entries left, one of whom had two, two of which had the Bengals still available and were eligible for a bonus. And what ended up happening was, first of all, what we didn't know is someone took the Jets on Thursday night. Whoops. We found that out retroactively. So that guy was out, or gal was out, right off the top. We didn't even know about it. So we entered Saturday morning, and one guy had the Vikings. I thought both entries that had the Vikings available would have taken them. I was wrong about that. Only one did. And by virtue of Greg Joseph's 61-yard bomb... That gentleman, Mad Dog 2, or person, Mad Dog 2, got through. But what also happened that Saturday morning was that the Browns lost to the Saints. And we can throw up the graphic of what the uh, selection counts were that morning. One person had the Browns. They lost to the Saints. The biggest or the most uh, popular pick that morning was the Lions. Five of the remaining 14 had the Lions. Lions got housed by the Carolina Panthers. Talk about ripping the Band-Aid off quickly. And the Titans, three people took the Titans, and oh, the Titans fell by the wayside to the big bad Houston Texans, which left, so in other words, only the guy who picked the Vikings, only the person who had the Mad Dog 2 entry, were through safely, and only three were left pending Sunday night's game between the Raiders and the Steelers. And those three people had the Steelers. So if the Raiders won... Saturday night, Saturday night, yes. If the Raiders won Saturday night, Christmas Eve, that person, Mad Dog 2, would have won the entire pot of $6.133 million. So now remember, that result happened in the morning, and then the game with the Steelers and the Raiders was that night. And so what this started was a Twitter firestorm, right? I don't know if that's the right word, but certainly a, a, a just a massive storm of people on Twitter saying, oh, this guy's got a... He's got to bet a million dollars on the, on the uh, Raiders tonight. Excuse me, on the Steelers tonight. He's got to bet three million. He's got to bet just throwing out cartoon numbers. And my point, Jeffrey, as we were thinking, because you actually texted me during this, and you're like, what would, you, what would you do? My point was this. It's Christmas Eve. It's a Saturday. Like this notion that it's, it's amazing how people who aren't actually involved will just throw out their theories on stuff. There was no ability, unless this person had a, you know, Chrissy was joking yesterday, a million dollars in cash in a safe in his house, right? However much you have cash on hand in your house, unless you have that, and by the way, you are a complete outlier if you do, in the scheme of things. Some of us who know pro betters, maybe they have it. But generally speaking, most human beings do not have that. 
And as Matt Brown, Matt Brown and I were texting, Matt Brown's like, well, I would ask as many of my poker playing buddies as possible to just give me money because poker players flush with cash. I get it. That was an option for someone who has poker playing buddies. But generally what we're, we're talking about is these are all very specific exceptions to the rule. Most people can't come up with any kind of significant amount of cash to make a meaningful hedge in this situation. 10000 I don't know, maybe, right? I, I hope that he was able to get as much as he could get his hands on. But I guess I'm just, I'm just sort of clapping back at the people like, oh, here's what he should do. He should have a million. If he did do less than a million, he's crazy. That ain't life. And it wasn't life on Christmas Eve on Saturday. So he ends up one yard away from winning the whole pot. Remember, the Steelers had a fourth and one late down. And Kenny Pickett got the yard, I guess, because later replay showed that he might not have, but they gave it to him. Steelers end up winning. And so the gentleman, Mad Dog 2, had the Vikings and the three Steelers entries get through to 16B, which was Sunday and Monday. By the way, my tweet, if we could throw that in there, the two people who had the Bengals available they opted to save the Bengals in pursuit of the extra $1 million bonus, instead choosing the Lions. Oh, boy. And I know the Bengals, the Bengals dominated the Patriots and still almost lost, so I get it. But, man, the lesson is always just go for the six. Seventh is kind of irrelevant at that point. And so it came down to four people into 16B. And Mad Dog 2, the guy who was through with the Vikings, ended up taking the Dolphins against the Packers Sunday morning and was out before the other three. At that point, he's rooting for the other three to lose for an official split of four of the whole pot. And instead, two people had the Bucks, Brown A1 and Jed 4. The Bucks come back after being down by 10 to the Cardinals to win that. And then the enemy within, who was the gentleman who started out with the two entries, he gets through easy peasy, generally speaking, with the Chargers. So it's three left. Three people left. They got it shot, man. Because none of them have the double, digits fa- double digit favorites available. And the only difference is Brown A or Brown 01 has the Chargers available, but they've already clinched, which is like the one and a half point favorite greater than the Lions who are available to everybody. These three need to chop, in my opinion. Just chop it up. Intrinsic value is over $2 million. But here's my question for Circa. Maybe maybe I should leave it for after the break. My question for Circa has to do with we gonna was this enough to consider changing the Christmas part of this? I'll get into exactly what I mean by that right after the break. Chris Valika as well. It's a numbers game at Vison, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sports books. Just place a single first basket score or prop bet on any NBA game. And if your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just lock into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. It's Gil Alexander. I want to finish my point that I was making about Survivor. and Hopefully, uh, Chris will uh, Chris Felica will uh, forgive me here for taking a couple minutes. But again, and by the way, we get, we get a couple uh, tweets on this. Um, specifically, and this is uh, angriest guy in New Jersey. You said said you're so right about the whole Twitter th- Twitter thing with the hedging. Thanks for bringing up these people are higher than a giraffe's behind. He says so ridiculous. Mark Geiger, it is a good idea to have some cash in your house, but I can't imagine the average person has more than 10k on hand. A small consolation prize, perhaps, but such a pain for this person. I, I couldn't agree more, and that was sort of my point. So now you have three. And again, nobody has the double-digit favorites this week available to them. Again, one person of the three has has the uh, the Chargers, who again have already clinched a playoff berth now, incrementally more of a favorite than say the Lions. All three have Jacksonville in the final week of the of the season. And anyway, my point is this: two points, three. They ought to chop, and I get it. There's tax implication issues with the chop, and they. There's no formal way to do it, so they would all have to come to some kind of arrangement to do it. But here's where, like, the human brain comes into this. 
because you're dealing with two other human beings, right? If you're one of the three, you're thinking to yourself, if, if I believe if you're sane about this now at this point, because the, uh, the intrinsic value of each of these now is $2.044 million, $2,044,333.33. Million if you haven't, if you've learned anything about this NFL season, all of this is just a minefield. If you think this is this is you and that you and that you have gotten this far based on skill, I cannot imagine the level of delusion. But here's the thing about contests. When it's you who's gotten there, you often trick yourself into thinking it's actually you. So all it takes is one of these people to be like, nah, man, I'm just better at this than the other two. We're going the distance. Hopefully with just three, you can all come to some sort of agreement, but we'll see how it shakes out with these last three in that respect. The other question I have is for Circa, and I mean this in a friendly way because I love Derek Stevens and I love everything they do. And I get, they have a Thanksgiving special week and they have a Christmas special week. And Thanksgiving is one thing because it's a standalone. It's early enough in the season where it's probably not going to decide it. And even if it were in some anomalous kind of year, you still have days after that till the Sunday to make decisions amongst make decisions amongst each other, the players who are still alive. Christmas, when it falls on a weekend, this guy Mad Dog 2 couldn't have done anything financially, meaningfully financially. And to have that sort of turnaround where he was he was in that position, as great as his position was is almost, I don't want to use the word unfair, but it's almost cruel. And I don't mean they're doing anything cruel to the player. I'm just saying abstract. In the abstract, it's such a cruel position to be in for such a large financial decision when he is hamstrung to do anything. So I wonder if they would consider the Christmas element of Circus Survivor when it happens to fall on a weekend. I just think that's something that should be thrown in the suggestion box. Chris Velika joins us, the Bear, from ESPN's College Game Day. Final days with ESPN, headed over to Fox. Good morning to you, Chris. How you doing, man? Oh, 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 oh are, we, are we good now? <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, we're, get, we're getting some, Chris, we're getting some background noise. Let's, uh, let's try that again. Yeah, there we go. Go ahead. Okay. No, what I was going to say is, even, like, I think people at all, Markers. Like, unless this guy is at Circa, that's not going to do him any good. Yeah, we're in a situation where Chris, we're gonna we're gonna come back. We're gonna try better. Maybe we'll get you on the phone here to, to chime in. Having all kinds of technical first hour today, a technical nightmare. We'll try to we'll try to power through it. Jeff, while they work on getting Chris back, did you want to say anything about that? Because I thought you you leaning in on that. Well, I'm just looking through the availability sheet here because isn't there an extra bonus if you get to the end 20 and 0 correct um i'm pretty only, sure only if you well no, well only if you have the Bengals and the rams i thought okay all right yeah. I, I yeah i didn't know if there was an actual like even if it was 20 and 0 without no no because i don't think there is for coast to coast i could be wrong but i don't think so i think you have, have to have double check teams. that during the break because yeah. there are look everyone has detroit available this week all three could take detroit they're the six-point favorite and in the following week, everyone has has Jacksonville against Tennessee. Everyone has Indy against Houston, or vice versa. Everyone has Houston. So what you're saying is they against, could come to an agreement because they could come. Yeah, they could all come to an agreement, take the same team, mm-hmm. and go for twenty and zero. 
And Can I throw in one thing? Please. They don't know each other. Well, that's the problem with this. They would have to be in the same room. Correct. Because you're talking about legitimately millions of dollars. Because, Jeff, if it's me and you, I trust you. But if it's the dude right outside there playing that slot machine, I ain't trusting him. Uh, Gil, I love you. Yeah. You and I would have to be in the same room if it was you and yeah. I chopping. Yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. we would. Absolutely we would. It is it, the greatest contest going. There's no question about that. I just have the one thing about Christmas that I felt bad for this guy. I felt bad for him that he couldn't, that he was sort of hamstrung to do anything. Chris Valika will try him, uh, as we did with Kai McKeon, we'll try a, a reboot with the Bear. How you doing, Chris? I'm okay. I'm okay. There you go. Usually, usually, usually people say this is the this is the phone that everybody hates. <laughs> we prefer and, it today. And, and now it's working. Yeah. What did you want to say about? It's okay. Yeah. What did you want to say about? Survivor? No. I, I, yeah. No. I was just going to say like like it would have been. I mean, unless this guy was like, yeah, you know, there's a possibility that I might need to get to circa just in case I'm in a position where I need a mark. Like, I mean, I, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, there's Me really too. nothing. Uh, that, that that he could have gone, but he, I almost feel. I, you know, you know who I, I don't feel bad for, are, are the are the people who got eliminated by being stubborn and not using the Bengals. Yep. yep. Like like at that point, like what are you doing? Like like an, an extra million, which is going to get taxed to however much. Like with six million on the line, you're worried about an extra million by not taking the Bengals, who I think most people thought were among the safest picks of the week. Just to get to this potentially this week, where like I don't even know like who who you go with this week. I, I, I would assume that if you have the Lions, people would use the Lions. I, I'm, I'm sure nobody has Kansas City. Like, like are, are you, you can't use the Chargers against the Lions. Like the like, game means nothing. So like, it, it's a it's a brutal week this week. I mean, do you, I mean maybe the 49ers. I'm sure people don't have the 49ers available. Maybe the Giants. But like like it, it's. Like you were saying, all these games are just like total toss-ups. And yeah. To have the Bengals available and, and not use them, uh, that, that's your own fault. You're on the sidelines now. I'm with you wholeheartedly. We only have a couple minutes, Chris, so I want to get all your uh, – and you're kind enough to come in late on, uh, with us here. So today, let's just start because there's three games. You do like Georgia Southern. You laid the points. Well, yeah, I laid three and a half like ten days ago. So I mean, it's five and a half now. Yeah. Um, some of the steam, some of the steam moves haven't necessarily been great. So I, I'd stay. I, I don't know if I'd lay five and a half. I'm kind of, I'm kind of leaning towards playing Wisconsin later tonight. Uh, Jimmy Leonard's final game there. The players absolutely love him, and, and I know Herbig and some of the other guys aren't playing, and both teams have quarterback issues. But I, I just, I think Wisconsin would. We, 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 those guys, I think, wanting to win it. I mean, I think normally, like some of those semantics and some of those off the field storylines don't really matter. But I think in this situation, it does. I mean, Leonard is a Wisconsin lifer. They love it. I think those players playing for him is a storyline, is a factor tonight. I'm, 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 I think I'm going to wind up being on Wisconsin tonight. And then uh, I have Kansas plus the three against Arkansas tomorrow. Uh, Arkansas is a team that I think may feel like they underachieved this year, and I think that's probably the case. And I think you look at some of the guys that are out on the defensive side of the ball, they've got 20-something opt-outs, changes on the coaching staff, Kansas getting to a bowl. Like, this might just be one of those, oh, the, uh, Arkansas kind of wants the season over. And if you go back to the start of last year, uh, unranked SEC teams 
are one and eight in bowl games, and they went like, through this year. Florida uh, had the loss. Uh, Arkansas has the loss. Had, had the loss, and, and Missouri had the loss. I think that's actually one and nine now. If my math is correct, so I, I can see a situation where Arkansas might look the stamp here and uh, and mail it in. So yeah, I'm on Kansas tomorrow as well. Hopefully that'll come through. I'm just ripping through the rest of the week because I don't know when I'm coming on. I'm well, curious to I'll see what, what the team told. Come back later in the week when we get you on uh, better tech- technologically speaking, and we'll do more of these. How about that? Okay, sure, my man. All right, Chris Valika. Kind enough to join us this morning at Chris Valika from ESPN, headed over to Fox. Our buddy, always kind enough to come on the show. Pete Futek on today's college football games, a quartet and beyond. Next. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.